Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, hey, it is episode six of Dancing with the Stars. There was fleckles, there were heartbreak and eliminations, and some kind of werewolf reference. I don't know. Stay right there. <laughs> I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, we're back for episode six of Dancing with the Stars. Yes, we are. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's my that's my rap breakdown for episode six of Dancing with the Stars. Welcome back, you guys. If this is your first time joining us, this is the after show for Dancing with the Stars at After Buzz TV. I am Carla Renata, and the reason I am on this panel is because I was in eight Broadway shows on the Broadway. So there is where yes, my, she was. That she is where it. that is where my dance expertise comes in. And sitting next to me on my left is Hi, I'm Teague, and I am currently a professional dancer in LA, and uh, still having a lot of fun with it. Carla never mentions how cool she is as an actress, too. Like she's done so much. Just like look it up because like she's really really dope <laughs> and like such a hero. But anyways, we're moving on, Jeff. Um, I am. T- I am a host. Um, yeah, but you're so much. <laughs> I, I do some other stuff. I do have some. Uh, first of all, my name is Jeff Graham, guys. I should introduce myself first. <laughs> right, he's like, I'm Jeff. Yeah, I'm Jeff. <laughs> I love television. Um, I also did play Bob Gaudio in a Jersey Boys tribute show on a ship in the Caribbean. Hey, a lot of step touches. Love it. Hey. Yes. And you guys, I am Carla Veltrin, and I used to dance when I was younger, and I also danced for, I danced, I worked for Dancing with the Stars. Yes, you did, Insider. So we always do that at the top of the show, y'all, so that you know what it is that brings us to this panel and what it is that brings us to our love of Dancing with the Stars. So there, now that we have all of that out of the way, mm-hmm. let's... Let's get into it. How were you guys feeling about it overall, the 90s theme tonight? How were you feeling about it overall? I felt very vanilla about it, (laughs) to say the least. Like, no pun intended, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I thought Um, it was... Well, you go, Jeff. I was going to say, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a fine night. I feel like, in general, in their return to, like, classic, basic form... Um, we're missing a bit of the spice of some of the theme nights. I do get why they're pulling back on the production a bit, but like most best year, most inspirational family member, those types of themes I think did put a little producing juice behind the show that I kind of miss. Mm-hmm. Either way, solid night overall. Yeah, I think it was a great night overall. Um, yeah, I think the era thing was a little bit hard for us to pin down. We were like, oh, maybe it's 80s, maybe it's 90s, maybe it's, <laughs> whoa, we don't know. Um, lots of balloons, I would like to say. Lots of things falling from the sky, which I'm always a fan of. Um, very fun to watch. I do, um, I would also like to say hi to so many people in the chat. You guys are so exciting and, and great and wonderful, and we're happy to have you there. We've got a lot of people from all over the world, so this is cool and exciting. I love that. I, I love the chat room for Dancing with the Stars, because y'all keep it 100% real, and we love you for you call us out you call out the show it's just a call out fest but we love every (laughs) single solitary moment of it um what i 
was finding interesting about this episode is the fact that there was this whole and I I, I don't recall them doing this before every episode right before the dances or, or the package so to speak there was this whole thing where a few of the judges would be taped talking about oh. the couple's criticism either mm-hmm. criticism for the couple or praise for the couple up until this point right before they got into their dance which I wasn't sure how I felt about it at first, but it actually is kind of helpful if someone is just tuning in for episode six, because this Mm. is the midway point of the competition. If they're just tuning in now, then this gives people just tuning in a little bit of insight about what's been happening for the last six weeks. If you've been there for the whole six weeks, it just reminds you of some stuff that we may have seen and just forgot about or, you know, lost sight of. Mm -hmm. So I kind of enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. But, um... Getting in, getting right into it, Allie and Sasha started out with their quick step. Jeff, what do you think about that? I thought it was pretty solid. I agreed with the judges that I don't think starting them separately helped them at all. I think that was what made it most clearly look like they weren't in sync. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to pull it up on the uh, screen right now, Allie and um, Sasha's quick step. But I think you'll see that was the biggest issue with their dance. That being said, I really liked them in hold. I thought Allie looked really relaxed. And I know she's had some shoulder issues all season, but this was the most relaxed and sort of fluid I've seen her. So that was nice to see that growth. It was fun. Okay, Carla? Um, I'm just going to agree with Jeff on this one, honestly. (laughs) I think that from the beginning, they were kind of off sync. And it was kind of hard for her to to get back in sync for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, She she did great, though. She always comes out and does a wonderful performance. I think she's great. This was a fun performance for us to see. I I think, yeah, I... Jeff, you're really spot on tonight. Um, I think that I I would agree. In the beginning, there was a little bit of shaky, a little bit of um, timing issues. Mm -hmm. And and that continued a little bit throughout the dance. But overall, I was impressed. She she does her best when she's in hold with Sasha. So that's great to see. Um, And overall, I was impressed with her frame. And yeah, good dance. Cool. I thought it was very vibrant and lively. It was a great way to start out the night. And it was vibrant and lively not only with their dancing but with them costumes because they were loud mm-hmm. as hell but yeah those, that <laughs> yeah. yellow suit I don't know but we loved it and so did the judges because they got a total score of 25 out of 30 um, a total for the last two weeks of 52 out of 60 so that was that real um, quick Jassy Jones pointed out in the chat that Allie wasn't lip syncing this time which we she must be watch her after show because that's what we recommended last week so she stopped lip syncing well you know I I Allie's a singer, so just just in defense of her, mm-hmm. um, because I sing as well, it's, it, especially if it's a song that you know and you like, singers, when we learn choreography, we learn it to the lyrics. Mm. So yeah. that I think that is a coping mechanism for her to figure out what step she's on or where her foot is supposed to be or where she is in totally. the dance. But yeah, you sh- we shouldn't be watching you lip sync. And real quick with Jassy Jones as well, uh, she shouted you out as a fan of Carla on uh, Shake It Up, so that's oh, how she knew you. Oh, yeah. I Hey, Jesse, shake it up, my girls and Daya. Yeah, told you guys. Uh Um, but what? (laughs) But what was weird though is so after that there was this kind of comment that so I just want to talk about this minute moment for a minute because there was this this really weird moment where Allie was saying that she uh, Aaron was asking her how she felt about the uh, dance you know how she felt she did and she says you know I just kind of black out and Aaron makes this comment about oh well that's like an after school moment and I was like for me it was really snarky and mean like I love Aaron Andrews I do but that was kind of snarky and mean and I was like girl the girl has said multiple times on this show that she's got issues (laughs) with self esteem and confidence and then you gonna tell her that she having an after school moment because she said she black out 
It that can be misinterpreted. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That can be misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get off my judgment train for a minute <laughs> and go back to Dance with the Stars. Kate and Pasha did a Viennese waltz to I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston, one of my favorite songs ever. Um, I'll start out with this one. Um, I feel like her package said everything that you needed to mm. know about her. There is no shortcut to hard work. Anything that you want to accomplish in life, you have to work hard at it. There is no shortcut. And the fact that this is a woman who didn't get her break until her 40s, I think she said she was 41. She waitress from the time she was 13 to the time she was 41 and finally quit her job because she booked the office. That says everything you need to know about her. She has substance. She has... um, Humility, mm. and she knows the value of you know just doing the work. Having said that, I didn't think I, I disagree with the the scores that she got this evening. I thought mm-hmm. that, like you said when we were watching Jeff, that the judges were being over generous with her. It was a very beautiful dance, but them flying mm. arms at the beginning. I, you know, I'm like the arm police. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I can't the flying. Every time she would go like this, the arms would just fly up, and I'm like, girl, like the flailing arms. I I just I I, I couldn't. I couldn't take it, but, um, and the other thing I want to bring up is the fact that they're doing the Viennese walls, which is a lot of spinning, and they, they mentioned that she has vertigo, mm-hmm. so I will give her props for the fact that, you know, for someone who has vertigo, to be able to have combated that, and that's what I was seeing on her face, because I didn't know she had vertigo until after they stopped dancing, but she looked great, but I just felt like this wasn't her most confident dance, because I think she was thinking about the spinning and mm. stuff. Yeah, you know, I actually wish that they would have told us that she had vertigo before they, um, during the little junket that they show in the beginning because I think that we would have thought about this dance a little bit differently because I personally thought that she was holding it in like I didn't think that she danced to her full potential because I feel like she was a little tight but it makes sense as to why she would be tight because she wants she doesn't want to go throw throw up up. after the show so (laughs) yeah yeah, I, you guys know I love Kate, so I was glad to see she was overscored because I want her to stay as long <laughs> as she can. But yeah, I do think she was probably a little overscored tonight. She always brings character to her performances. I think what's tough is in some of these slow, fluid dances. Sometimes that character can, I think, maybe over, maybe what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of um over over um over overthrow the dance overthrow a bit. the dance a little bit. Yeah, it kind of covers up the grace of the dance because she's so in character because she's an actress. But mm-hmm. I love Kate and I really like Pasha too. I've really enjoyed this partnership. He's doing a great job for his first season. Yeah, I think it was great. Overall, I think you guys kind of covered it. I, I um, loved the package so much. It was so sweet. And and we, it was like, I looked at Jeff, I'm like, we couldn't love her more. I know. Jeff and I are like Kate <laughs> super fans. Um, and so we were really excited to see that. And and I think, her, obviously, her hands could relax a bit, and her arms could come down a little bit. Mm. Um, and she she's thinking clearly, but it's just because she cares, and I give her all the passes because we just really love her. We love and, her. And we do yeah. love her. And, and also, she looks stunning in that dress. Yes. She looks yeah. amazing. She she looks like she's, yeah, she's she looks slimming great. down. She's yeah. she's slimming down from from dancing. It's great. Um, and that was a great color. It was a great design. It was just great. And this was the dance where Lynn was talking about the fleckle step. So the fleckle mm-hmm. step yes. is like a series of turns within the Viennese waltz. And he was all excited because um, Pasha put lots of fleckle in there for him. So he was very happy. Mm-hmm. Next up was Kel and Whitney with a quick step. Um. I'm going to let somebody else take this one first because I got some things to say. T, what do you think? Okay, uh, good. I, I thought it was great. I thought a great body placement. His confidence was higher than I feel like I've seen it. 
Well, I, I would. I mean, obviously, there's really no beating the Jazz routine for me. Last week, I thought he really knocked that one out of the park. I think this was still a great performance. It's crazy to watch him from the first week and now see him dancing so well. He wasn't bad week one, but he mm-hmm. wasn't doing this week one. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that really speaks volumes for Whitney because she's such a great coach. Absolutely. And um, overall, I was really impressed. He looked like a pro out there, so I thought it was great. Absolutely. What I will say about this is that I loved... I love these costumes on them. I love that she, in her training him for this, was having people throw balls at him so that he could learn how to pick up his feet quick without thinking about it. I thought that was an excellent coaching move on her part for Mm -hmm. the quick step because the quick step is all about footwork and having your feet placed the right way. And he did excellent with all of that, I felt like. It was was very fast-paced. The musicality was great. It was... um, it was. They just did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. They look so great together. I gotta say, yeah. something about Whitney's look and Kel's look together, they just really pair well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Kel was really, really solid this week. Um, he has a confident, relaxed energy about himself mm-hmm. that I think, in some ways, puts him ahead of his competitors. This actually, when I think about every dance for the night, to me, this was probably the strongest dance personally for me. Um, he looked the most relaxed and the most like he could keep up with his partner. One of the things I noticed a lot tonight was the pros were sometimes out dancing their partners tonight. And I felt like Kel and Whitney seemed really well matched in this. I loved it. Yeah, I felt I feel like their chemistry was cool. Carla? Carla I agree with everything you guys said. I, I thought this was a really fun dance, and he did a great job. Cool. I forgot to say what, what Kate and Pasha's score was. They got a 51 out of 60 total score for the last two weeks and 27 out of 30 for their Viennese Waltz. And Kel and Whitney got a 52 out of 60 combined score and a 26 out of 30 for their quick step. Next up was Karamo and Jenna. Y'all, this... There were a couple of dances tonight that were emotionally um, gripping for me for a variety of reasons, but the fact that Karamo opened up on national TV and and mentioned the fact that, you know, him and his dad had issues because of his sexuality when he came out at 17 and that they hadn't spoken in a while and the fact that they were able to move past all of that and have his dad in the audience come from Jamaica to Hollywood where he'd never been to watch his son dance ballroom on national TV spoke volumes. And again, this was the second week in a row that my boy was balling, but that's something to ball about because... Being a person of color, homosexuality in the African-American community, is family members can be especially cruel and especially harsh. And I mm-hmm. know because I had family members that were gay that are no longer with us. They passed from AIDS quite some time ago. But I'm so sorry, Carla. Thank that's you for okay. sharing that. Yeah. No, I mean, but I, I bring it up to make this point. Yeah. That him bringing that up and... and um, using that as a tool because there's somebody young there's some young boy some young african-american boy latino boy asian boy even some little white boy is watching him and seeing that coming out doesn't mean the end of your life it's Mm. not a death sentence you can work through it having said that i felt like this was a beautiful dance i felt like this was the first time ever ever since i've been watching jenna on dance with the stars as a pro that this was a dance where it complimented both of them and not Mm -hmm. just her Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Really well said. Yeah, this was honestly my favorite dance from Caramo. You all, you guys already know that I'm rooting for him. I'm voting for him every single week. And just to have him open up these past two weeks have been 
very emotional and i feel like it's made me like him even more and tonight's dance was just beautiful i am really happy that jenna actually created something that was favorable for her partner because it really showed and it made them both look so good you know this time it wasn't just like jenna or it wasn't just like karma it was like both of them together which i thought was like very successful absolutely I was impressed by how in sync they were. Sometimes with contemporary, you can really tell because the you know the movements are so large and sweeping that if there's uh, misalignment in their technique or their synchronicity, it really stands out. But they were totally in sync. I thought it was a really beautiful contemporary, mm-hmm. really moving too. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great, and you know what? This was really smart on Jenna's part. I- Every time they're like, "Oh, contemporary," I'm like, "Oh no!" I know you you groaned, you audibly groaned. Oh, I was like, "Oh, contemporary." It's just so hard. It's so different. They're, you know, no shoes. It's it's just totally different. The feet, which you know are a big deal for me. First of all, I would like to say also strategically, they put a lot of fog on the ground, so you couldn't really see what was going on in the feet. Good point. Good point. Um, which is smart because contemporary is hard. You can't. It's hard to teach technique and. It's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in contemporary. Overall, I would say, though, I was really pleased about the way that she she had him do some organic movement. She was she was showcased but that is pretty much a contemporary piece so you can't be too upset about that um but i thought that it was it was good on her part and he you could tell he was in it as well i i I just was impressed i thought it was good yeah i i feel like they were and those lifts we didn't talk about those lifts oh yeah yeah. those lifts that he did it show this is what I mean about her showcasing him to the best of his ability because whenever there are those types of lifts especially the ones that they did in this routine tonight it's crucial that the guy is there as a supportive system for the the female dancer crucial and I feel like it showed him at his absolute best partnering because some of those lifts that they did there were a couple where she was upside down and then there was that one where they spin around and then he pulled both of her hands and her Mm -hmm. feet in Mm -hmm. that was amazing it was it was awesome but that was amazing we do need can we bring up can we you let's let's do a side note oh go ahead well everybody's asking we they really want to talk about len and whitney moment Oh, we can go back. You mean the fact that Kel allegedly stepped on Whitney's dress? Yes, I didn't even see that. Did you see it? I didn't either. I didn't see it. I didn't see... I did see something, but I didn't realize that it was him stepping on her dress. I just... It looked like he kind of tripped a little bit, Mm -hmm. but apparently he tripped over her dress. But I love the fact that she... I love the fact she didn't throw him under the bus and she didn't just stand there and let him, you know... Right, take... Take take responsibility. She was like, that was totally my fault. But then Lynn was fully like, you know, he made that analogy where he was like, it doesn't matter whether it was your dress or not. Y'all are a partner. You're on the team together. So both people have to take responsibility, not just you. And regardless of the way he said it and the way it came off, he's right. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I think I think that probably the discussion in the chat is like it felt like a lingering like there was a, like a little bit of a tension in the room. I I don't know yeah. exactly because where was, that came because from. Because it, yeah. it was the way he was communicating it, right? Which oftentimes is the case with Lynn. Yeah. Oftentimes the way he's communicating something, like I feel like he doesn't necessarily mean to come off as snarky mm-hmm. and and yeah. and cold and stoic, but a lot of times just based off the way he chooses his words, that's how it comes off. So mm-hmm. there's that. Well, she continues to maintain professional and be cool about everything. Yeah, so absolutely. Because that's, that's cool about I her. I feel like she reminds me a lot of um, Julianne Huff when Julianne yeah. Huff was on the show. She's like mm-hmm. the Julianne Huff of season six for me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Karamo and Jenna got a 25 out of 30 tonight with a 46 out of 60 total score. 
Um, and then let me just talk, let's just talk about that pro dance to Lizzo. Oh yeah, I <laughs> was secretly laughing out loud. Just said, can we make Lizzo white? <laughs> that was funny. If to it me. was ever possible to make Lizzo seem as white as possible, get ten professional ballroom dancers to dance to the house dancing with the stars band version of uh, Good as Hell, but. It, it got was better. It was it, the the sound that because when you said that, I was like, "Ooh, that does sound a little vanilla." Yeah. <laughs> and then as it went on, it kind of loosened up and sounded more like Lizzo. But that was funny. But you know, they always throw in that moment with a pro dance or a special dance or some kind of showcase dance to promote the Dancing with the Stars tour. Which you can go to wtstour.com to get your tickets when it hits your city starting January 9th. and that is my official Dancing with the Stars commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but after that commercial happened. We saw Hannah and and Alan do a samba or samba, however you want to pronounce it, um, to a Carrie Underwood song called Southbound. Um, for me, I was like, this is okay. It was yeah. just okay. It didn't feel real solid to me. Um, the samba rolls felt a little off. Like it felt like they got into it great, but then it felt like it was abruptly cut off and it was weird and it just felt in and, and while they were in those samba rolls her back didn't seem as flexible like usually mm. when they do those samba rolls they go really far back and they come forward mm-hmm. and I felt like when she was doing them her back didn't it didn't have a lot of give to it so I feel like that's maybe why he cut it off but I think that's because of the note that you mentioned that she always stances on her tippy toes mm. and you can't really bend back if you're if you're, you're standing right, on your tippy toes because then you're not, yeah, you're, that's a, yeah that's you'll point. fall she does step um um stand on her tippy toes and she had little to no hip action because like you said Carla McKay she dances on her toes so whenever she's dancing on her toes one of the judges brought it up the the fact that she bounces when she dances and when you're bouncing when you dance like that it's hard for you to keep your balance it's hard for you to to move your your hips forward or place them in the right placement to do samba rolls or anything else requiring hip action in that dance and it's also hard for you to keep your rhythm because if you're bouncing and you're not bouncing on the right beat of the song it can cause you to get off a little bit and I feel like that was the situation for her yeah. this evening and this wasn't a really good song to samba to at all right yeah it was too slow no it was slow and the theming if you're gonna you know obviously samba is a latin dance Pairing it with country is a tricky thing to pull off. It's got to be the right country song. Yeah. Gotta, I don't think yeah. that was the right one. I agree. And I mean, obviously, Hannah's got incredible technique, but I want to see her dance with more musicality. I really just want her to sit back and kind of lean into the pocket of the beat and really kind of relax. Samba's such a relaxed... I mean, it's fast and it's upbeat, but there's such a sense of fun about it that I don't think we quite had here in the way she was hitting the beats. But I will say to Hannah's credit, she's performing a lot more. Mm -hmm. I was seeing a lot more in her face that at least gave me some kind of air of a performance rather than a rehearsal. She's a good entertainer. She knows she how to yeah. th- you know, she know how to throw that smile on. She yeah. have to. Mm-hmm. She's that pageant girl. Yeah. T- I need someone to make a gif of this moment. From, <laughs> this moment from Alan when everything's just calm, cool, and collected. Five, six, seven, eight. Whips open the shirt. And, and then Samba's back. Oh my gosh. I was like, that is just my favorite moment. I think of the whole season. That was pure comedy. Oh, that was I loved it. Oh, it's kind of funny and adorable. And he's so cute. So you can't be upset about it, but I just loved that moment, and no. I need that to be a screensaver. Okay, moving on. I think that this was a good dance. I, I really love this outfit. I think overall, she just looks a bit just. Not, oh yes, did you play it again? Thank you. The boot. My favorite moment. See, you see what I mean about the Yeah. This Boom. Is, oh yes, Alan. Okay. Anyways, I, I think that she 
because she's on her toes, um, she loses that grounded stability, and so she often gets off balance when she did that little foot tap tap. She's like a top. Yeah, she, yeah, just a little bit, and, yeah. and it's just I think if she were to sit in that pocket a little bit more, it would be a little bit more grounded. But overall, I thought it was a cute, fun performance. Not my favorite song, mm. but you know, yeah, I think we all feel the same way. They got a twenty-four out of thirty from the judges, with a total of forty-nine out of sixty for the last couple of weeks. Next up was Val and Sailor doing a jive. Now let me just I just have to address this. When he took them out on so, okay, so we do this show from Los Angeles for those of y'all listening and watching. We are in LA. They went to the corner of Hollywood and Highland, which is one of the <laughs> busiest intersections in Hollywood, and they're standing on the corner and in the middle of the intersection doing the job. I know there were some people that was in traffic that day that wanted to punch them all in their throat. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have been one of them. Thank goodness yep. I wasn't there. But having said that, I feel like this was an off week for her. I feel like her acting wasn't quite there. Um, not that she is an actress. It's like she's never really danced before. But but the other weeks prior to this, she was able to kind of sort of pull it off. This week, I don't think she pulled it off at all. Um, which was funny because Carrie Ann was like, oh, you're so animated. I'm like, I didn't get that, but okay, maybe we were watching a different dance. Um, yeah, the judges were like, wee hee They were like, rah, 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 sis, boom, bye. And I was like, mm, no. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. I hated that hairdo. I felt like she was struggling with these steps. I felt like she was a little out of her element with this particular dance. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on this, Carla. I actually did not like this dance at all which kind of makes me upset that she left with this dance because I think that last week's dance was so much better I just think that I don't know if it's maybe because like her mom wasn't there and she didn't feel like the support that she normally feels from her mom because I think like she's like oh my mom is there and you look over and you're smiling and you're excited and I think that you know her family wasn't there so this time I feel she just she just didn't perform like she's done it before yeah I actually really liked Sailor in this. To me, the issue is that Val just really outdanced her. Yeah. This is something I think specifically with jives you see a lot from Val. He's such a big theatrical dancer specifically with jives. So when he has a really well-matched jive partner, it's incredible. But when I think sometimes he has trouble pulling it back, especially on these fast numbers, just because he's so good. I mean, like, Val is an incredible dancer. But he outdanced her this week, and I just think she kind of got lost in it. I wonder if the judges maybe knew she was going home and that's why they scored her so well. It's possible because you know that's always a production thing. Sometimes they do know that and they're nice on the way out. You see that in So You Think You Could Dance. You see that on a lot of these shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will say I thought her energy was great but it was, yeah, I kind of had the same note. It's like Val, the choreographed um, fan kick in the beginning, either she was off balance or she shouldn't maybe have done that because it's kind of a hard it was bad yeah you, it, it her was knee bad. was her knee was bent and stuff like that it's like oh Val did you you know it's like choreograph for your partner's strengths and we always talk about that mm-hmm. and that wasn't something I think she should should have showcased I don't know and um, yeah. and I just think overall there were a few things that I think she, he could have kind of lifted her up on and and he it was just so quick but again I think it's just because he's so talented it's it's tough for him to kind of tone it back yeah but unfortunately it kind of creates this juxtaposition on the dance floor I feel like that you're like oh what's going on so yeah anyways yeah I think I think we're all in agreement about that but we disagree with the judges because they gave them a 27 out of 30 giving them a total score for the last two weeks of 51 out of 60 next up was Sean Spice Sporty Spicer I just love saying Sean Sporty Spicer because that makes me laugh um, <laughs> him and Lynn 
Lindsay did a Viennese waltz to somebody to love from Queen. Um, <sighs> the best way to describe this dance, this is the thing about Sean Spicer. And I've said this before, love him or hate him, he tries really hard. You can tell that he works really, really hard. But baby, I agree with what Judge said this when Bruno Tonioli, when he said that a lot of t that it was brave, but that he just looked like a tumbleweed sometimes out there. <laughs> and that's how I felt about this dance. He looked like a tumbleweed in a tux. He did. <laughs> and I was just like, he gives it his all. He's very sweet. But and and I did agree with the judges when they talked about how tender he was in dealing with Lindsay throughout the the course of this dance. He was very gentle with her, but she had told him when they were prepping for the dance to, you know, dance this like you're dancing with your wife, who he's been married to for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that helped him mentally focus and get in, in the place that he needed to get into to do it. But yeah, he was dancing like a tumbleweed in a tux. <laughs> what did you think, Teague? I think it was sweet. I think the story was nice. He's always got these cute packages before. He's honoring his wife, which is very sweet. Um, I, I do feel like his balance overall was just off, which was another... It's kind of a common theme tonight. And, and just, yeah, a little tumbly. A little tumbleweedy. A little tumbleweed action. A little tumbleweedy. <laughs> um, and I, I, you, you can't knock him because he's trying so hard, but that... Uh, that one of those steps forward, I can't think of the technical term right now, but the running forward mm. of the, from the back of the stage to the front, mm. I was like, ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, it just, uh, overall, it was just a little shaky, and even, like, the ending pose, yeah. I think he's just a little bit uncomfortable, doesn't know how to totally hold himself and Lindsay, but overall, I think it was cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what else is cute? What? The fact that people come to After Buzz TV week after week after week to check out these after shows. We are so grateful that you're here. If you have not already subscribed to our YouTube channel to watch Dancing with the Stars and myself and Carla McKay and Jeff and T right here at After Buzz TV, then do that right now and pop on over to iTunes and do the same thing. We love y'all. We would not be here without you. Please continue to support us and we will continue to support you when you come and check us out, okay? For sure. <laughs> First of all, what a pro on that transition, Carla. Yes, that was gorgeous. Um, not so professional with Sean's dance. <laughs> um, I, I One thing I do have to applaud Sean on, though, is he really is earnestly going for it. You can tell he's trying to implement the technique that Lindsay's pushing with his heel leads, and you know, he's giving it his all. This is also admittedly one of those times I have to just admit I was a bit biased purely just watching Lindsay. Mm. She looks so good tonight. She's mm -hmm. the one pro. Everyone I feel like has their pro that they can't take their eyes off of, and sorry, Lindsay Arnold, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carla with a K, go ahead. Um, I'm just kind of repeat basically what you guys said. I thought that he... I mean, he really is trying, and I appreciate that. I think that dancing is not easy, and he definitely doesn't... He lacks a lot of musicality, which I think is one thing that you constantly bring up. And he slowly but surely... At least he's getting the steps. Yeah, yeah. overall, I mean, still, yeah. we, Lindsay's doing a good job at, at keeping him... Oh I, and, yeah, show. I think she she's like a she's like a therapist and a coach. She's like all of that for him because yeah. I think I think part of the reason why they work is that she mentally psychs him up and stops him from going to that place where he mentally defeats himself. Yeah. Because doing dancing with the stars is a mental game. The ones who can combat that self-deprecating criticism in the back of their mind are the ones that usually, you know, 
go the distance. But having said that, they got a 27 out of 30, 40 out of 60 total score. And we'll see what happens they, with them. I think they got a 21. No, they got, didn't they, they got, oh they yeah, got, they did get 21. Wait, so, oh yeah, that's right. Child, I was looking 777. Seven, seven. I'm like, clearly I'm not good at math. <laughs> that was not, that, clearly that was not my best subject in school. <laughs> but yes, a 21, my bad. Thank you for the correction. All right, James and Emma doing a samba to was it is his name Diplo or Dippo? Diplo? Diplo. Diplo. Yeah. I would love if you would have said Dippo. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> to some electronic music of his. I kind of was digging this music. I thought yeah. this was the perfect music to do the samba to. I thought the lighting and I'm I'm sure in the ballroom it looked different, but on television the lighting was so dark a lot of times that you couldn't really tell what they were doing but you know I'm a big old James Vanderbeek fan so I'm mm. I'm there for all of it um but my, his hip action they were Lynn Goodman said he was gonna take a point off if James Vanderbeek didn't have any hip action baby he gave you hip action but the hip action was a little in and out he mm. gave it to you but it was a little in, a little in and out but when he gave it to you it was gave it to you <laughs> and I agree with this comment right here when Lynn said tutti fruity what a booty <laughs> yes, I was there for all of that. <laughs> yeah, that slow hip roll in the beginning, the what? tempo. What? I mean, that's not something that's even just like easy to learn. Like it's it's all in the tempo, and it changed. I was super impressed that and his little booty roll and the yeah. toward the end. I mean, yes. no, this guy he continues to impress. And kept that hat on his head too. Oh, he yeah. loves a hat. He <laughs> loves a hat moment. If we've learned anything from James Vanderbeek, is he comes alive when he puts on a top hat. So I was overall really impressed with this performance. And also, like, so cool to see him having a really cool relationship with Diplo. I thought that was really interesting and fun. Yeah, so, so random. It yeah, right? Like, it was random. I didn't like, know about that. I Mr. Dawson's queak. Queak. Yeah. Queak. Mr. queak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Anybody, anything else? I loved him. I Honestly, he is growing on me more and more. And I have a feeling that he might be one of the top people to make it to the top. And I really liked this. I really liked this dance. I liked him, his rolling. And I had to give props to Emma for teaching him with the shoelaces of like, yes. you know, because that's why, that's why he was able to deliver such great hip action. That was a great moment. She really did take the time to teach him so that he looks good while doing it. Because she know? said that his feet would turn in when yeah. he was doing it before. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. The fact that she took that extra step to teach him how to do it correctly so that his feet would be even like just the right um, point in the right way, then I yeah. think that. I, uh, props for that. A lot of comments about the lights being a little distracting. I get that, but I actually thought it really worked. I usually get annoyed by like over gaffed production, like when it's a little the production design's distracting from the dance. But I love the way this was lit. I thought the whole thing was really cool, and they kind of made the ballroom look different. Like I actually felt like I was in a club in Europe or something. So mm. cool stuff for okay. me. I'm lighting. Yeah. All right. Well, they got a 27 out of 30, and their highest score, well, their total score rather was 53 out of 60 for both weeks. Lauren and Gleb were next. Let me tell you, this was the one that wrecked me for the night. This mm -hmm. was the one that wrecked me. I like Lauren Elena, and I've said this since we started this season. I remember her from American Idol. I'm a big, huge fan of hers because she just wears her emotion on her sleeve. There's not a false note or false bone or false anything about her. And it translates very well for television, which is why I think she does really well in these competition-themed shows. Having said that, her and Gleb danced a contemporary to a, si a song that she wrote for her stepfather, the other side, and this was the anniversary of his passing. And um, 
His name was Sam, and she's known him since she was 10 years old. This broke my heart because she said the one one of the lyrics, because I was listening to the lyrics of the song while I was watching them dance, one of the lyrics in the songs um, says what she said about when he was passing away, he opened his eyes, they looked really bright, and he looked at the ceiling and described heaven to her and her family. Mm. When mm. she said that in the package, I thought, oh, Lord, I'm already gone, and I ain't even seen them dance. <laughs> but um, I feel like there... It was a very passionate and emotional, a, re- a really rawly emotional dance in terms of the feel of it. There were a few little mistakes here and there, but I feel like a butthead if I criticize her for that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just, I mean, and I know that this is Dancing with the Stars and we're supposed to criticize the dancing, but this this is where the emotional packages and stuff kind of get you because mm. you, you get distracted mm-hmm. about critiquing the dancing and you get swept up in the emotion and the you know feeling of the music and whatever aura that they have created for that dance but I liked it but there were there were a couple of little mistakes here and there yeah I mean it was a very emotional dance you know and sometimes when you're especially to dance to her own song and in the in this exact day I think that it it helped her and it also didn't help her at some t- at, at times only because she just really felt it and when she was like emotional I feel like she just kind of wanted to like crawl down and just like stay in like coop up and cry so but she was like no I, I have to continue and she kept pushing herself which I give her props for pushing herself to yeah. just finish the dance and not just like you know give up on it and I think that for with contemporary it's a very emotional type of dance and she definitely brought up all the emotion that she needed to I think all of us are performers so you can relate to that feeling of when emotion is good to back your performance to a certain point but th- it's happened on stage a couple of times where you kind of hit a tipping point where it actually detracts from your ability to perform mm-hmm. at the level you need to. And I think she kind of hit that tipping point tonight. It was really good to see how emotional she was, but I think it might have taken away a bit from her focus on this performance. Understandably, right? Right. We've all been there. Um, but she was really solid. It was a beautifully performed piece. Maybe 90% of what she could done if she weren't quite at such... I mean, after when she was getting her scores, you could tell she had kind of tipped over to that emotional place where it's hard to have have control of who you are and sort of where you are in that moment yeah. which is fine I get it Yeah, I actually appreciated that she was unapologetic about being upset and I think you know as a producer me and Jeff were like oh god we're not I guess we're as, as if we're producers but you know yeah, I, we, we were like produce things, we've produced right? things yeah. anyways we're like you know she's hugging her mom and as a producer you want to be like oh come on we gotta get your scores but like she was unapologetically like just had to live in the moment which was very sweet and even like getting her scores she wasn't trying to like smile through it or whatever I, I thought that was really cool because she's human at the god. end of the day you yeah know? that's right. what I appreciate I like, about her that's right. what I'm saying that's what I, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying I really like that about her I will agree with someone in the chat that said that um Maybe Gleb, well, we know this. This is pretty common, n- commonly known that, you know, obviously Gleb's first thing he would choreograph wouldn't be a contemporary. Right. So I don't believe that this was the best choreography, but I will say, you guys, and this is exciting. She pointed her feet. She yeah. did point and her I'm feet. I'm so proud when of her. When she was in that lift, her feet oh was my like, gosh. bam. I'm I was like, so yes. incredibly impressed. I think what she did, she executed perfectly. And I didn't really see mistakes. I didn't love the choreography, but that wasn't her fault. Yeah. And um, overall, I thought it was great. And she pointed her feet, so I am a happy camper. Mm. Cool. Well, I think that's a nice segue into our little special historical moment. We're at Dancing with the Stars after show. Yes. Ooh, a nice 
Uh, song choice. I'm going to call to Josh, our producer in the booth, who has some notes on contemporary. In case you didn't know, every week we give you a brief kind of history and overlook about a specific dance style. And because there were two really solid contemporaries tonight, we're going to brief you on that. Yes. Alrighty, how we doing, team? How we doing today? Good, Josh. So, like Jeff said, we'll be going over the uh, contemporary dance, which draws on both classical ballet and modern dance, whereas postmodern dance was a direct and opposite response to modern dance. Hmm. Uh, Merce Cunningham is considered to be the first choreographer to develop an independent attitude towards modern dance and defy the ideas that were established by it. And some of his key ideas include that refusing to uh, refusing classical ballet's leg technique in favor for a uh, modern dance's stress on the torso. Mm. And it also doesn't necessarily derive from any narrative form of art. And even though a lot of people tend to believe that contemporary dance is a little bit disordered, it is actually very heavily relied on technique itself. Mm. And it's just a lot of just unpredictable changes in rhythm, speed and direction, and it's just really just simultaneous actions going on all at once. And a lot of it has to do with the uh, suspension of uh, perspective and symmetry and, and ballet and forming it into more of a front and center type of thing in hierarchies in such a way. And those definitely has a lot of creative freedom to it, and it's very independent in both dance and music, and it tends to be more dance than not very much analyzed itself. And it actually involves a lot of innovative lighting and sets and costumes with a lot of collaborations from a whole uh, list of famous artists, including Andy Warhol, Robert Rauschenberg, and Jasper Johns. Mm, cool. And that's a history of contemporary dance. Nice. Well, thank you, Josh. And they are thanking you in the chat room for your expertise and uh, sharing of that information. So, And we thank you as well. But with this music, I feel like I need a cup of brown liquor and a cigarette. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just want to go like chill out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you, Josh. We appreciate you and we love you. So, um, of course, we have to have a bottom two. The bottom two ended up being Allie and Sasha and Sailor and Val. And the judges were in control of who went home. And unfortunately, they sent Sailor sailing on home. They sure did. <laughs> yeah. And it was hard. And what was heartbreaking about it, and I said this when we were watching it, um, what was heartbreaking about it is the fact that she sobbed uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. I don't know if her sobbing was relief or if it was, I'm Christy Brinkley's daughter and I really wanted to like prove that I can be just as fantabulous as my mom. Like I don't know where them big crocodile tears were coming from, but my heart broke for her because she looked like a little girl who was told she couldn't get no ca- cotton candy at the fair. Yeah, this is tough. Yeah, it was hard tough. to watch. It was hard to watch that. Well, and and people are mentioning it in the chat, and we kind of brought it up earlier. But the the idea that we had just seen Lauren Elena cry about something so emotional, and then we're seeing um, Sailor cry about leaving a show. It, it just seems a little bit like, oh, uh, uh, it's okay. You know, the you had a great. Yeah, the optics weren't great. They weren't in her favor. But I will say, like, she had a great run. It was good for us. Now we know who Sailor is. We didn't before, so I think she did great, and I think she should be really proud of what she did and. I think, yeah. I think she did a great job. I'm sure she was overwhelmed. I can't even imagine the stress that you get every week. So so I'm sure she was just like, okay, just, you know, overwhelmed. She doesn't have a ton of, like, on-camera experience. Right. When you have a big audience like that and lights and cameras, the adrenaline can kind of, it can do things to you. It's a lot. It can make you lose your mind and make you forget who you are. It really can. As somebody who's been there, done that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I think that it was probably harder for her because her mom wasn't there this week. And, like, honestly, in that moment, the only thing that she probably could have Because Christy would have run up and hugged her, but she wasn't there. So it was just, it was an avalanche of things Especially in moments like that, you just want your mom to hug you. Yeah, Yeah. you just want your mommy. But, 
yeah, so we're, we'll be back with episode seven next week. But and we, what's the theme next week? Do we know? I think mm. it's Halloween night. Halloween, right? Okay. Oh, Halloween. Fun. So yeah, that that ought to be real interesting. But real quick, predictions about who we think may be going home next week. Sean Spicer. After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. You think Sean's done? Um, I think that when it if it comes down to dancing tonight, I said that either Sailor or Sean were going to be leaving, and Sailor ended up leaving. So I think that Sean might be in the bottom two, but that's also really hard to tell. Um, like if if Sean were to somehow make it to the bottom two and didn't get a bunch of votes, then they wouldn't. I'm pretty sure the judges would vote for somebody else rather than him, just based off his dancing. Okay. Yeah, I I'm worried for Kel. I don't know why he did such a good job tonight, but I think just with the personalities that are left, I'm worried he's going to slip through the cracks. See, I'm I almost feel that way a little bit, and I know you guys are going to be surprised, but I'm going to say Karamo. I feel like could mm. could somehow be forgotten in this mix, even though he's had a great time on the show. I think I don't I don't know. He's one of those that we might forget to vote for. I don't know. Yeah, I'm feeling I know like you won't. I, we're all over the place this week. I'm feeling like it might be <laughs> Hannah. Because Hannah oh, yeah. did not have a good dance this week. And yeah. we have to remember that ne- next week's results are based upon this week and next week. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But, yeah. yeah, there's that. So we'll see. We'll find we'll out when, when episode seven of Halloween week with Dancing with the Stars rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm excited for next week. Yes. Yeah, I love Halloween's one of my Fun favorite week. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, until next time, where can we find you, Carla with a K? Um, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Carla Beltran. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Carla Beltran. And uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Jeffrey C. Graham. And I want to say thanks to so many of you guys in the chat tonight who um, really had some nice things to say about me. So uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, right? they must be Bachelor fans. But I don't know. It's that thing where you don't realize you've got fans until they tell you. So thank you so much, guys. I'll be here next week. I'm a fan of you too, Jeff. Thank you, team. Um, this has been really fun. Thank you guys for being in the group chat. Uh, you guys are the greatest. Um, I'm Teague Julie Panko. You guys can find me at Teague DP pretty much everywhere. Yes, and I am Carla Renata, as we all said at the beginning of the show. You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. You can also find me here right back at After Buzz TV on Sundays with the General Hospital After Show and at Black Hollywood Live with The Curvy Critic with Carla Renata every Sunday at 5 p.m. But until all of that happens, thank you so much, you guys, for joining us here at After Buzz TV for Episode 6 of the Dancing with the Stars After Show. We will be back for Halloween next Ooh. week. But until that time, join us on YouTube. Subscribe. Give us some love on iTunes. And we will see y'all next week. Yay! Love, peace, energy. Bye. <laughs> I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in. I'm Maria Menunos. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.